listening. This is Casually Speaking with Sean Rutherford. Hey guys, so yeah, it's been a while here. Um, I've got a lot of cool, tasty little bits of news for you guys to uh, chomp down on your ears. Man, I don't know where I was going with that, but uh, well, we're here. <laughs> um, okay, so um, a couple of things here. I'm actually going to go uh, do some Marvel stuff because we're going to talk about what just happened with our friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Actually, since I just brought that up, we'll just get right into it. Um, so we all freaked out for nothing. Uh, Sony and Marvel, kind of what I predicted, they were fighting publicly to, um, resolve this privately. Um, they renegotiated their deal. Spider-Man's back on, uh, into the Spider-Man or the MCU. Um, I guess what they're going to be doing is Spider-Man's going to do his own movie, uh, just to kind of close out the whole storyline of everyone knows who Spider-Man is. Keep in mind, I actually haven't watched, um, Far From Home yet. Um, little backstory on that. I am the biggest Spider-Man fan ever, but, uh, a lot of stuff happened while that movie was coming out. I was actually out on vacation, um, when it came out, uh, when I came back, just things were happening, you know, life got busy. So now I'm just waiting for it to come out on Blu-ray and I'm going to listen to it and watch it at my house and the comfort of my own home and lay on a bed while I'm watching it. <laughs> so that's what I'm doing. So I actually really don't know what's going on in the, uh, in the Spider-Man, uh, storyline other than that. I mean, I've been actually been pretty good on, um, spoilers. So, um, yeah, I actually, I, I haven't seen that much, um, other than that, that he get, it gets revealed that he is, uh, Peter Parker, so, um, that's dunk, but whatever, that's cool, um, so yeah, they're going to do that, they're going to make one more movie to close out that storyline, and then they're going to bring him into the MCU, um, like, team up, um, kind of deal what they did with, uh, like, Infinity War and all that fun stuff, um, what are my thoughts? Um, so, I mean, obviously the terms are just for two movies. Um, they may extend it. They may not. Honestly, I really think it's just uh, depending on how much money there is in this. Um, pretty interesting stuff, though, that Sony is actually <clears throat> going pretty aggressive with the whole multi-dimensional um, angle here because they did Into the Spider-Verse as we all know but um, it was reported that they're actually going to do a Madam Web uh, movie as well now who is Madam Web uh, it's pretty much a psychic Aunt May I guess <laughs> but she is this being that kind of lives in between dimensions and pulls different Spider-Men from those dimensions and have them all fight like a common evil that's usually I mean that's super oversimplifying but when you're dealing with overdimensional stuff I'm not going to get too into the details there we're just going to be here forever um so Sony's really kind of playing that card that there might be more than one Spider-Man um in different universes so I think that's their kind of end game here is they're going to <clears throat> keep the relationship with Marvel although it's albeit a rocky one um, but they're going to kind of 
get into their own, you know, way of doing things. Um, they were kind of talking about, you know, a Venom verse as well, since they've done Venom. Um, so I think it'll be interesting. I think they're going to start making some moves to get away from the Spider-Man that we have now, uh, the Marvel Spider-Man. So, um, honestly, I'm kind of all for it because I, I, I want to see a different iteration of Spider-Man, like a more grown up version. I've said that before. So, I mean, we might get it. I actually really dug, uh, the first Spider-Man from, uh, into the Spider-Verse, the one who died spoilers. Sorry. Um, but I mean, it's like in the first five minutes, so deal with it. Um, <laughs> but I actually really dug him. Um, I, I think that was the Spider-Man that we all know and love, um, and he's dead now, but I think that'd be kind of cool to kind of do something like that where he's kind of grown into his own man. Um, he is Spider-Man, not Spider-Teenager. Um, so I'm really interested in that. I really think that would be a cool thing to, uh, check out. Um, so, I mean, let me guy let me know what you guys think. Um, you guys are pretty active with my uh, my Instagram and my Facebook here, so uh, just kind of let me know. Let me know what's going on with you guys. What do you guys think uh, on that uh, front? Um, honestly, I think it was all a farce. Uh, Sony just kind of made it public to make some public outrage, which definitely worked. Um, and Sony and Marvel definitely came to an agreement. Um, uh, they played us, <laughs> but you know what? Hey, it's big corporations. Like I said, they're going to do what they're going to do to make more money. I honestly think that it might even extend to more than just two movies. Um, it just depends on how much money those two movies make. Um, the only disadvantage to that is they kind of soured the bucket. Uh, they kind of, um, made some outrage. So people might not receive these next two movies as good as they have been because it wasn't on good terms. So, We'll see if karma bites them in the butt. We'll see. Um, so there's all that. There's been uh, there's all the um, nerd news that I have for you guys. Um, they did kind of release some things for uh, Suicide Squad that's coming out, but to be honest, I'm not even into it. Uh, DC has let me down in a big bad way. Um, Joker's coming out. I do want to see it, but my bar is super low now. I honestly think that's healthy because. Um, we're going to rewind back a little bit here. I was super stoked for Batman vs. Superman. Um, I remember in the theater, I was almost shaking. Like, I was so stoked. Because I thought it was going to be like Dark Knight, uh, Dark Knight Returns, which is one of my favorite Batman comic book arcs. Um, it took beats from that book, but definitely didn't it just wasn't that, it wasn't that at all, um, and I was pretty let down, um, so, uh, we don't really need to get into that movie, everyone hated it, so, uh, I'm sure you do too, (laughs) but, um, ever since then, I just, I, I don't have any expectations at all from any DC, um, property anymore, um, Aquaman, everyone loved Aquaman, I thought it was awful, um, it took me, like, four times to actually sit through the whole thing. Um, I was watching it on HBO, so, um, I could just leave (laughs) and then come back. Uh, it just wasn't, it wasn't my cup of tea at all. I thought it was super cheeseball. Um, which is funny because I get it. It's a comic book movie. Every comic book movie has some cheeseball moments, but this was just out of, uh, oh, it was off the charts. Um, so, 
Yeah, that's it. Um, and I honestly, I don't really like Jason Momoa all that much. Um, I think he's a little obnoxious. Um, but that's just my personal opinion. So, um, yeah, I, I, Joker's coming out. Honestly, what I think this movie is going to be, and this is how I'm going to call that movie, is if you've ever seen any of other uh, Joaquin Phoenix's movies, if you've seen the movie called The Master, I honestly think he's pulling from that movie a lot. Um, the Master was kind of like a riff on Scientology, um, and it kind of follows this dude that gets into a Scientology-like um, religion cult thing. Um, it was a great movie, honestly. I really liked it. I thought it was really interesting, but I think he's just going to pull from that movie because he was kind of a psychopath in that movie, um, but he hadn't killed anybody or anything like that. It's just those trailers that I've seen, I really do think that it's very similar. Um, and... To be honest, I'm not a fan of having an origin story for the Joker. Um, I think the the way Heath Ledger had had done it, where it was kind of a multiple choice question uh, of his origins, I really dug that. It's just he's an enigma. He just kind of shows up, um, and he is just the antithesis, antithesis, anti whatever, whatever that word is, uh, of Batman, like. I honestly think that's the best way to kind of handle Joker. So to have him as like an origin where you, you see him kind of fall into this. Ugh, I don't know. I don't know if I like that or not. So I am going to see it. I am going to watch it. I don't know if I'm going to see it in theaters, to be honest. Um, we'll see. Uh, gosh, I wish Movie Pass was still a thing. Like, man, I watched every movie off of that thing. And then the world figured out, wait a minute, this is a big ripoff for a movie you know, movie theaters, um, totally not sorry for that. They could have made their profits back with their gummy bears being $20. I mean, come on movie theaters. Um, but, uh, yeah, not gonna, not gonna really watch it. Um, in theaters, maybe, I don't know if I had movie pass, I totally would, but we'll see. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it. Suicide squads doing a reboot remake kind of thing. I don't know. Don't really care. Um, <clears throat> I do like uh, Mr. Sean Gunn. Um, or is it Sean Gunn? I always get the Gunn brothers mixed up. But um, the director Gunn. <laughs> uh, I like his stuff. But I'm, I'm a little bit afraid that he's just going to do Guardians of the Galaxy Volume uh, 1.5 with this gang of misfits. Um, so <clears throat> I've already seen that. I already like Guardians of the Galaxy. I love Guardians of the Galaxy, actually. Um, but I don't really want to see it as a suicide squad thing. Um, but whatever, we'll, we'll see how that goes. Um, the first suicide squad was awful. <laughs> uh, again, DC, they, they really got to pick it up. They got to figure it out, which is so weird because they have such a good track record for, um, for their TV series. So they know how to write good material. They just, don't for the movies. It's it's just it's weird. Um, I I haven't seen Shazam. I I've heard great things about it, but I just haven't seen it yet, to be honest. Um, so I I mean I I guess I'll see it when I see it. But other than that, it's like okay, what else is good? Shazam. I mean that's that's it. Um, so we'll see. Um, other than that, I really don't have any other news to kind of bring up to you. Oh, oh, actually I do. Um, something that I kind of picked up is in the Eternals, the Marvel Eternals, I guess Angelina Jolie is going to be in that movie. Um, 
So that's interesting. Um, I actually did see a, a preview at Disneyland California Adventure of Maleficent, the uh, the second one. <laughs> I think it's called like Mistress of Evil, but I'm calling it Maleficent, the uh, second one. <laughs> um, and man, I totally forgot what happened in the first Maleficent. <laughs> um, because in the trailer, it kind of like, it alludes to what happened in the last movie. Um, and shoot, I forgot. I think she loses her wings or something, but she has her wings in the trailer. So I don't know. Honestly, I really don't know. Um, I do actually enjoy Angelina Jolie's uh, portrayal of Maleficent, but I just think the script is just bleh. Um, the, the preview started off pretty bad, to be honest. It showed some really bad CGI that, um, that I was watching. Um, wasn't impressed by it. Uh, my fiance, she wears glasses. She wasn't wearing her glasses uh, during the preview. So she was like, I don't know, <laughs> look fine to me, <laughs> but, um, uh, yeah, I didn't, I, I mean, I don't need to wear glasses Well, I do, but it's okay. I can see pretty well. Um, uh, but it, it didn't look very good. Um, so, but I guess Angelina Jolie is going to be in the Eternals and I do like her acting. I think she's really matured as an actress. So, We'll see what how that goes. Um, maybe she might have a minor role. I don't know what she is going to be. It's been kind of hush-hush. They're filming right now. So I guess we'll figure that out a little bit later. Um, so, yeah. Um, Disney Plus is coming out pretty soon. I'm pretty stoked on that as well. Um, but, yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, I did kind of want to switch gears a little bit here and just do a little bit of jujitsu news because right now jujitsu is popping off. Um there's a lot going on. Um, so I know I missed a couple of uh, episodes of Shugio and how I usually do a recap of those episodes. Um, there was a lot of stuff that happened in my life uh, personally that um, prevented me from really doing a podcast. It really wasn't, well, anybody that knows me personally knows what happened. So um, I won't, I'm not going to talk about it here, but um, I know I did miss those recaps here and I did want to talk about them a little bit here. Um so as you guys know, um, one of my teammates, uh, Keith Gregorian, is in that tournament, and he uh, got subbed out of that tournament. Um, and they kind of that episode was a really good episode. I really do, and I I, I know Keith might not appreciate me recapping it because uh, it might be he might think of it as embarrassing. But to be honest, I really think this is why he's like one of my favorite grapplers um, in this sport. It's and I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna throw some shade at the other grapplers a little bit here, and I'm sorry, guys, but <clears throat> this is why he's one of my favorites. Um, and like I said, like this tournament and how it's kind of represented, it it really does show who these people are. Um, and I really appreciate that because, um, I I mean, <clears throat> we don't know these people. We don't know most of them. <clears throat> I don't know most of them. Sorry, I keep clear my throat here guys but I'm gonna drink a little bit of my cold brew before I get a little bit further into this um but I've been wanting to talk about this um for for a while uh and and explain why he's one of my favorite grapplers one of my my the guys that I'll always be behind even if he's not my teammate anymore if he leaves to go to wherever um I'm still gonna support this guy um is because of what happened um during that that episode um so 
I believe there's actually two episodes now. Um, this one I'm going to be talking about is the one before uh, the, the latest one. Um, so he, uh, it, it kind of goes off. It shows uh, this, this one match between these two other guys and they go. And honestly, like I had not fast forwarded through any of the episodes previously. I fast forwarded through the end commentary between these two guys because they just kept talking. One of the guys just, he had this air of, I'm the shit and I, I can't be beat. Like, don't worry about it. Even though he, he's already lost, um, previously in the, in the tournament. Um, and I just really didn't appreciate that. Um, and the other guy too, kind of had the same kind of attitude for it. Um, they just kept going on and on about the match. Um, it was pretty extended and it might even be that the, the people that film it, like the editor cuts out all the rest of them and everything like that, maybe just makes it a little bit more truncated, but this one seemed extra long. Um, but they both kind of had this air of like, I'm a badass. I'm the shit. Don't worry about it. Now. Um, I get it. Confidence is a big thing. Um, as you guys know, I am gearing up for a, I am sorry guys, I know I keep stopping, um, I have the hiccups, <laughs> so I'm kind of uh, stopping talking while I'm hiccuping here, so I'm sorry about that, uh, but as you guys know, I am training for a competition, um, and it's natural to kind of hype yourself up and make yourself like, you know what, I am the shit, like we're gonna do this, we're gonna do this, heck yeah, uh-huh, yeah, we're gonna do this, um, I, I honestly, I've been doing that on my Instagram lately and everything like that. Um, just with my whole personal thing that happened, um, I was thinking about actually quitting because I, I, I didn't get a chance to train at all last week, um, and wasn't on my diet or anything like that. So, um, I mean, it's natural. It's natural to, um, kind of hype yourself up. And these guys were doing that, but like, they just kind of had an air of cockiness, I guess. Um, and yeah, I fast forwarded through it. I just, I wasn't interested after a while. I was like, okay, guys, I get it. Like you caught you on a bad day or whatever. Um, and they might've been coaxed by the interviewer, um, to keep talking, to get more content. So I I don't know. I'll, I'll take that with a grain of salt, but here's the thing. Um, Keith, unfortunately, in the next match, he he had um, gone to war with this dude, and unfortunately, he did not get the W, and they kind of filmed it, saying, like, Keith kind of just bounced. He, uh, We were going to do the after interview, and he's gone, and then they found him, and, and he was emotionally upset. Um, now, this is why I respect him so much, is that he really cares about it. Now, uh, just personally for me... Um, I don't like competing. I just don't like it. I don't like the the overall pressure of it. It's just a very uncomfortable space. So I'm forcing myself to do these competitions because, I mean, one thing that jiu-jitsu has taught me is that if you're uncomfortable in somewhere, just keep going until you're comfortable in it. So that's why I keep doing these competitions. Um, I <clears throat> am not the youngest guy on the mats, um, especially in competitions. It's always these young guns. And where I'm at... Uh, and my weight is I'm usually with the younger people. Um, cause I don't weigh very much. I, when I try to go up in a weight class, I'm usually the lightest person in that weight class because I really have to try hard to get up into those, those, um, heavier brackets. So, um, 
I don't like competing. And Keith, uh, I've seen him compete since he was a purple belt. He is now a brown belt. Um, my actual first competition in jiu-jitsu that I saw live was, was him. Um, and he totally impressed me. He broke the dude's ankle. <laughs> um, it was crazy. But, I mean, he he was emotional in that after fight interview and honestly, like my heart went out to him, um, because I get emotional after, after a loss in a competition. Um, the odds are stacked against me a lot of the times in competition. Um, the last one that I did, I was actually sick. Um, and during the matches, literally a thought ran in my head going, the last thing I want to do right now is jujitsu. The last thing I want to do is actually be here because I am not feeling well at all. I hate this. Ugh. Screw this. Um, and you can tell, like, he really holds himself up high to a really high standard. Um, and the thing about Keith is, like, um, after that, that Purple Belt tur- tournament that I, that I watched him in, um, he went on to EBI, uh, which is the, the tournament that got me into Nogi Jiu-Jitsu in the first place. Um, and I talked to him after that. And he had done an amazing job. Like, I was like, dude, this guy is a fucking badass. Like, he he got through um, a couple of people. He did an amazing escape in overtime. And, like, I was so stoked for him. Um, and I talked to him afterwards, and he was like, man, I could have done better. I'm not all that great. And that really stuck with me because he was so humble. Um and this tournament really, this, the Shugio episode really showed that. It really showed how humble this guy is um, and how he holds himself to a higher standard than anybody else. Win, lose, or draw, he always thinks he could have done better. Um, a complete polar opposite of what had happened in those other two interviews. Um, and this is why I really dig him as a, as a, a competitor, as a grappler, and as a, as a teammate, as a person himself. Um, I really hold him high. Um, I'm trying to get an interview with him. And honestly, <laughs> the biggest thing that's in my way is actually um, my own like, oh, oh I don't got to I got to sit down and talk to Keith. <laughs> like, so um, honestly, that that episode really kind of set down in concrete, like why I really dig this guy. Um, I really think you guys should watch it. I really do. Um and with that being said, I'm going to kind of segue into, I have no segues. I'm so terrible at it, at it. <laughs> um, is ADCC. Uh, uh, for you guys that don't know, ADCC is pretty much kind of like the Jiu-Jitsu Olympics. Um, it only comes around every two years, <clears throat> and it's kind of everybody from all around the world um, goes and competes in it. So um, it's not sub-only. There are points, but um, all submissions are legal except for, I don't even know, Um uh, honestly, I, I've never really watched it or anything like that because I don't have a flow grappling subscription. Um, so I, I just haven't watched it, but, um, I was actually in the area. Uh, it was in the Anaheim convention center this weekend and, uh, I coincidentally went to Disneyland, uh, over this weekend, both days. <laughs> so, um, <clears throat> I saw a whole bunch of people with cauliflower, uh, while I was ordering my, um, coffee bean, uh, cold brew. <laughs> so, uh, they were kind of in there with me wearing ADCC shirts and stuff like that. And I ironically was wearing my in, ju- in jujitsu, we trust, uh, from Nawaza hat with my 10th planet shirt. Um, so 
I don't know if people were thinking that I was actually going to those events too. I wasn't. Um, <laughs> but um, uh, my man Keith Kikorian was in that tournament. I don't know how well he did or anything like that. The only thing I had to go off of was uh, Flow Grappling's uh, Instagram account. So, and they were just focusing on Gordon Ryan, which of course he won the absolutes. Uh, he's a beast. Um, and just like the, the big, really, really famous people. So I don't know how well Keith did. I really do want to know. So, um, I'd love for any of my monster squad to reach out to me and let me know how he did and everything like that. Cause I was definitely rooting for him, um, in spirit. So, um, but yeah, that had happened. Um, I don't really know too much guys. I'm sorry. I wish I could recap it more, but I just don't have that subscription. Um, and I really do think that they should uh, kind of make that more accessible. Uh, maybe do some free grappling matches uh, on YouTube maybe or something like that. Just just to get people interested, honestly. Um, this whole Shugio uh, tournament, I think the business model that they're running is that they have sponsorships and then just have it free on YouTube. Perfect business model. Uh, we need to get these things out to the public not to just the jujitsu uh, community, especially when it's something as big as like ADCC, where it's almost like the Olympics for jujitsu. I think you need to bring the it out to the wider audience. Maybe do some highlight reels. UFC does that. UFC has free fights for goodness sake. Like, <laughs> so they should figure that out. Um, so uh, I'll I'll kind of recap that when I can. Um, I'll see if I can find a free article and I can read about it or something. Um, there were some crazy. Um, snapshots from it that I saw from the, the Instagram account, like, uh, Xiao Miao, um, pretty much breaking his leg and not tapping. Um, that was horrendous, uh, crazy. Oh man, that was really bad to watch or look at, but his knee was literally going the other way and he was not tapping. I really don't think he has any ligaments in his knees. They're just together by skin (laughs) that I don't know. I, I really don't know how he's doing that. So, um, but, uh, yeah, um, I think, uh, you guys should definitely check out the Shugio stuff. It's free. It's for you. Check it out. Um, and, uh, check out the Spider-Man movie when it comes out. All right, guys. Um, I'm going to wrap this up. So I hope you guys enjoyed this one. I know it's a little bit of both here, but, uh, hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, catch you guys on the flip side. Actually, wait, just kidding. I'm back. <laughs> um, I, do, I wanted to bring um, just another thing here to you guys. Um, so over the weekend, I was uh, watching some YouTube stuff about some pretty, pretty crazy nerdy things. So um, <laughs> you guys are going to know how nerdy I am in just a second here. <laughs> so um, there's this game uh, that's for, I think it's for Xbox 2, but it's called Dragon Ball Fighter Z. Um this is a fighting game. It's just like Street Fighter, just like Tekken, things like that. Uh, but it's all Dragon Ball Z fighters. Um, I really dig this game. Um, I actually do play it from time to time online and like do rank matches and stuff like that. Just whenever I have free time. It's just a quick little thing that I can do. Um, I don't play video games very often anymore because I just don't have time to. But um, I do like this because, yeah, I can, I can jump in a match, uh, play for just a quick second, and then I'm done. And then I'm off doing whatever I need to do. Um, so... With that being said, um, there is a tournament out there called Evo, uh, which is pretty much just like, 
I, I don't even know what else to relate it to, I guess. Uh, just like the ADCC of, uh, of uh, electronic uh, uh, video games, I guess. Um, it's, just a, it's just a tournament that people do and everything, and no, I am not in it. I'm not that good. Um, but I did watch uh, over the weekend because I, I had you know, a spare two hours just to kind of kill and everything like that. And I'd watched every jujitsu thing that I could think of. Um, I, I watched the, the last, the latest Evo of 2019. Um, and I kind of wanted to, uh, bring this out to whoever's listening that actually does do, um, like competitions and everything like that. Uh, it was pretty interesting. So, um, just to kind of give you a little bit of backstory here, there are these two guys that are pretty big rivals with each other that fight against each other all the time. One's from Japan and one is from the States and they always come out and they're always the top two people. It's a huge rivalry that happens. Um, so here's the thing is that they keep going back and forth, back and forth and everything. And, um, the guy from Japan ended up actually winning this, this year. Um, and the, I honestly think that the coolest thing from that um, was that the the guy from the United States kind of uplifted him, um, and you don't see that in uh, these big jujitsu tournaments and everything like that. Maybe in the lower ranks and everything, where we kind of raise each other's hands and everything like that when we have a good match, but. It was a healthy rivalry where it wasn't all this trash talking. It wasn't all that. It was just a healthy dose of competition um now during the tournament like there was a little bit of back and forth and everything like that just a little bit of showboating where the guy from the u.s like he had actually lost um the guy uh from the guy from uh japan and had to go into the loser's bracket and had to beat everybody in the loser's bracket just to go back to fight the guy in japan and he did it um and once he did it he literally scooted the chair over to the guy from japan and was like come on i'm ready to fight you right now let's do this let's go let's go and there was a little bit of animosity there, but once it was all said and done, um, the guy just pretty much raised the the, the guy from Japan's uh, hand and was just, and the guy from Japan was pretty emotional about it. And I get it, guys, it's a video game, um, but electronic esports, uh, it's a pretty big market. So if you win, you get a lot of clout i guess and also some a great sponsorship and things like that and these guys can just literally play video games for a living um if they win this kind of stuff so it's a pretty big moment um and as much and and as silly as you think it is like uh this guy got pretty emotional over it because he won he won against his rival that they've been going back and forth and he won definitively um so it was a crazy comeback he he uh he was it's pretty much um best three out of five, I guess. Um, so it was two and two and whoever got the last one, uh, last win won the whole tournament essentially. And the, the guy from Japan was actually down by two. Um, so the guy from the U S beat him twice in a row. So he literally had to beat him twice. And then again, um, and that's exactly what he did. He had a great comeback. Um, so I honestly think that, um, as competitors, anybody who does compete and everything like that, I think that's a good, healthy, thing to actually do um i get it trash talking is is a thing um we we kind of look at ufc and we think okay well they have a lot of success doing trash talking but i honestly think that to kind of bring it to a wider audience i think that's a great thing to kind of have is a healthy rivalry with somebody um so 
that was my two cents that I actually wanted to kind of bring up. I was kind of thinking about it as I was doing the mix down, canceled it, and was like, okay, I got to actually bring this up. Um, so as competitors and everything like that, I really do think that's a, that's a great thing to kind of have. Um, I think it's healthy for the environment and kind of who we are as, as jujitsu people. We're not these trash talking meatheads that everybody thinks we are. I think we need to kind of show that, that kindness, that, that goldenness that, that we kind of show during practices and everything like that. Um, anyways, that is my two cents. I think that's a pretty cool takeaway. Um, and I also think too, for, people who run tournaments and everything like that, check out esports. Like, honestly, check them out and check out how they present the tournament to um, to the audience. Uh, you don't even need to know anything about esports. And, and honestly, if you don't know, that's better because they really do walk you down how everything works and everything like that. Um, I think for production value, kind of ch- take a take a page from that book and kind of see how that works because it's very much like a jiu-jitsu tournament where it's just they keep going until the end of the day we find a winner. So um, I definitely think you guys should check that out. Um, you don't need to watch the whole Dragon Ball Fighter Z though it is pretty pretty intense. Um, I, I was white-knuckling a couple of times um, because the commentators are actually really good too. They kind of walk you through what the people are doing um, when you just see just a flurry of punches going through. So um, definitely check that out. But I honestly think a big takeaway is um, have a good relationship with your competitors. Uh, the people you're going uh, against and everything like that, honestly, at the end of the day, we're all trying to have fun. We're all trying to uplift this sport um, to a bigger height so that more people can get into it. So um, check that out. Uh, as always, guys, love you all. Um, catch you guys later. That's goodbye for real. I'm sorry. Goodbye.